moved. I knew that that was the day that you were moving out, and I got in the car, and I sat there, and I was shaking. Mm -hmm. And I called my sister, and I said, I feel like I'm about to jump off of a bridge. I don't want to jump off of a bridge. That's not what I'm wanting to do. That's what I'm feeling like I'm about to do. Mm -hmm. She said, you're having a panic attack. You need to get somewhere where you can be safe around people that are trustworthy. And I was like, well, I'm about to drive. She's like, wherever you're going to go, get somewhere safe and let me know when you're there. Mm. So I went to Monk's Coffee Shop and I was there all day long. Mm. And I kept seeing all these people that were like, oh, yeah, Leilani's doing this and this and this. And she's so inspirational. And I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, how do I tell you that she's leaving me today? And the reason why I'm here is because my life is over and I don't know what to do about it. Um, and so I was like, I walked up to the office or to the upper room where your office was. And I'm like, I don't know if I've ever loved. And it just, the, oh, the horror of it hit me. And I like, I don't even remember falling, but I was on my knees the next minute, just like crying my guts out. Like it felt like vomiting. I was just like whole full body mm. terrified. Like, what is this? Um, yeah, I'm mostly just being afraid that I must be some kind of psychopath because I've been married for almost 12 years and I can't really even say I, I love Dave because if I did, then I wouldn't have thought these things and done these things and believed this and still feel this and that, you know, so conflicted. I'm like, I don't know how to love men. I can say I love my mom. I, and that's it. Imagine a place where you could witness a conversation between a divorced couple discussing the breakdown of their marriage or learn about a person's journey of joining and later leaving a cult or sit in on an honest conversation around forgiveness. Welcome to Shall We Unpack This? I'm your host, Leilani Carrasco, a curious person with over 42 years of experience asking too many questions. But all of these questions led to countless captivating and enlightening conversations like these. Usually, people are convinced to sell everything they have and move to Texas in the, and live in the compound. Okay. We didn't do that. So that was rebel action number one. So that um, Monday morning I got up and I knew I was in labor. <laughs> I told my husband, um, you know, could you go let him know that I'm in labor, I'm gonna have this baby today. So I can't go, because they were gonna go can potatoes. They, you know, they do their own food stuff like that. Okay. So my husband came back and he said, you have to go because you're not having any baby today. The, the control they have on people is those who sell everything and have nothing to go back to. And not just that, have no faith that they will be taken care of if they leave. Okay. So for me, you remember, I'm in a foreign country. I, but when I look back at it, everybody was placed in my life for that moment. Not only do I believe that honest conversations 
have the power to heal and set us free. I've experienced this in my own life. Listening to others' stories makes us realize we're not alone in our struggles. We develop greater compassion towards others and ourselves. That's why I created this podcast, to provide a platform and a safe space to dive deep into the complex, the messy, the often stigmatized, and even the taboo. Join my guests and me as we break down misconceptions, cliches, toxic positivity, and social programming that often surround these topics. And I got connected to uh, a student ministry uh, overseen by a former AC professor mm-hmm. that was specifically for LGBTQ plus Christians, um, wow. university students. And she was, again, her consistent message was, God is love, God loves you exactly for who you are, where you are. End of statement. End of statement. So having that consistent message over and over and over, even as I'm, like, wobbling through trying to just tread water, figuring out my faith, sexuality, all this, that... That's what I clung to, and that's what helped me, I think, reconstruct mm-hmm. and choose to go back. Our aim on Shall We Unpack This, or SWAT for short, is to offer you a practical takeaway in each episode. I refer to this as the so what factor or the SWAT factor. It could be a new relationship tool, a renewed sense of freedom, a valuable insight, or maybe even the clarity to articulate what was previously difficult for you to express. What's important is my receptors were on full alert, looking not for love. I was not looking for the best intentions. I was absolutely looking for the barbed wire. I was absolutely looking for the arrow. And I found it every time. Oh my God. Every time I found it. I've done the same thing. I'm like, right there, right there. I'm going to look for all the mean shit in this. Yes. Not even considering (laughs) that this could be out of love. Not even considering it. Not considering it. Whereas if it had come from someone who I know loves me. Right. Or I was receiving, if I had the open, my receptors were open for love. I would probably read it in a completely different voice, in a completely different tone. This is the the thing that I, I don't appreciate people saying like, like forgive quickly forgive often because their life is short it's like yes life is short but it's for living like it's for Uh, living it's for living and it's like why are you rushing yeah if it takes your entire life to make a true connection that is a life worth lived well that's a life lived well Mm. so if you love deep conversations exploring topics that don't fit in a neat little box, or maybe you're just hungry for a fresh perspective. And I invite you to join us on Thursday starting January 18th as we ask the question, shall we unpack this?